All right, Krista, thank you for joining the podcast. We'd love to learn a little bit more about you, your company, and what you have going on. Um, like I mentioned, these are rapid-fire questions to get to know you, your company, and anything that really inspires you as a person, as an individual. Um, so first question is, what were you doing before you started Patientry? Yeah, so thanks for having me. Before I started Patientory, I was um, working at a telemedicine company. It was a startup out in Soho. In oh, <laughs> Probably one of the only health tech companies in Soho. We were building telemedicine software. Right on. Telemedicine was a thing. Really? Where did that company end up going? They ended up selling in 2017, so they missed their chance before the pandemic. Wow. Wow. Right before the right when all those were necessary and like everyone was on board with that, that focus. Um, what was like the inspiration for starting Patientory? Well, part of, you know, I, I, I led the insurance portion of the company and, and part of the difficulties we face on a day to day basis was access to patient information. Um, you know, and that's always been a common theme throughout my career. Yeah. Started out in microbiome research, went into you know hospital administration, and consulting, and there's this is always you know the the common denominator. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to jump in real quick, I was um, for like some six years. I was in uh, the pharmaceutical field, um, just as kind of on the front lines independent pharmacy and a lot of it was the like the biggest issue was patient information getting that information moving it from doctor to doctor and really like having it and and like quickly readily available it's it's crazy how that um is is has not really changed that much um and i'm assuming uh from from patient uh, point of view that that's kind of the problem you're solving yeah and it's a massive problem and we've seen you know companies come and try to do it and fail that we like yeah. to have a joke and say you know the graveyard is full <laughs> take on this issue in the yeah. past 15 years yeah it's wild what so tell me about the the current traction what what traction is your company facing now with new technology everything being virtual um, things are being remote it's more important than ever to like access information across um states and borders and things like that yeah yeah well we've made great traction especially being one of the first you know healthcare token sales um when the ico boom came out and since then you know we've successfully built out our blockchain platform mm -hmm. we've made partnerships you know we were key and you know just providing responses to regulations which passed which now enables us to gain access to integrate and gain access to private health data so that yeah. our customers can have access to their information. So we currently collect data from over 24,000 hospital systems across the US. Wow. So we like to say, you know, 97% chance anyone that uses the app will be able to find their medical records. That's great. So tell, yeah, just expand on that a little bit before we move on to the question. Like, what are mechanics behind? Like, how is it able to access? Is it using kind of new tokenomic technology? What What is so, um, yeah, yeah, just what makes it work so well? Yeah, well, as you know, I mean, we can, you can probably access your, your health data today, do it like a patient portal, or even, you know, Apple and, and Health. And take me a week, all, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, it's all centralized. It's all centralized solutions. So people don't realize that you're giving up your rights to Apple when you access your health information. And yeah. we've seen stuff like Facebook, you know, taking healthcare data and selling it without, you know, um, so there's a lot when it comes to centralized models. And I think what's important is, and where we come in and, and where we really find our value is that we're providing that custodianship or that, that yeah. ownership back to the individual. Wow. Wow. So what's, you know, now that, now that we kind of jumped in crypto and it's being adopted across all the platforms and, you know, there's a lot of regular but there's not um but there's a lot of like companies like yourself pioneering new technology and new ways to integrate and use this type of technology like what are your biggest risks that you're facing today what what kind of keeps you awake at night yeah i mean for us it's the adoption we've seen yeah. you know you know companies that's been around the wallets and and you know they like to say it's like 1994 internet yeah <laughs> with you know, like the exchanges, you know, but it's still a large majority of the population that that doesn't use it. So, you know, any new company, I would say in this space, you know, has to go against just the earliness, um, yeah. you know, and the education needed. Yeah. How much time do you spend educating your youth as much as you spend building out, you know, product and features and um, things like <laughs> that? Yeah, we like to say it's simultaneous. What I mean, really? like the past couple of years, it's back to back, like conferences, you know, um, doing articles. It's just a nonstop um, education, like yeah. a marathon. Someone asked, like, aren't you tired of like talking about patient tour and pitching your company? It's like, as a CEO, you can't be like, that's your you number one job. Yeah. yeah. What is your best, what I guess is your best tool for educating um, people or your customer base or those who you want to know more about patient Tory? Um, what's like your number one tool that you can get in front and, and educate people with? Well, we definitely our website and our blog, like we're always updating, you know, provided more details. We actually launched a nonprofit that is geared entirely towards that, the patient yeah. association. Because, you know, healthcare is such a conservative industry, you know, it takes years and years for even new technologies to be adopted. I mean, they're still faxing and using fax machines, right, to send. Them. Um, so part of that, you know, initiative in launching the association um, was to bridge the gap between new emerging technologies and healthcare um, and, and, you know, what's to come. So we host webinars. We host mm -hmm. like an annual conference we partnered with um, Smart Dubai and the Future Blockchain Summit. Um, and we have ambassadors all over the world that, you know, can help to speak about, you know, healthcare's role in is there like a certain company or or countries and then seeing that you partner with um, different uh, countries and organizations spreading the word and also utilizing your technology? Is there someone that you model yourself after, whether it's a company or a country um, that were to get out the system as communicating or communicating in the way that they are, you know, patient Tory would have X amount more growth and success. Is there anyone that out there that you yeah, well, I say the use case that everyone knows about in healthcare is like Estonia because they were like mm. the first to put 
out a national registry of all their citizens. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, you know, decentralized technology. But, you know, it's a smaller country. They have, like, roughly a little less than 2 million people. Um, but it's easy because it's, you know, it's a national system. Whereas in the U.S., it's, you know, public-private. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's bizarre the, the separation between, you know, the, the providers and the networks. And it's almost like an oligopoly. With some of the provider networks, um, but it's also very actually acceptable, um, you know, in terms of like accessible, excuse me, um, with certain like you know, Cover California and other programs like that. Um, yeah. I guess what's you know, what's your long term vision for for uh, Patient Tory? You know, where in you know, however many years, where do you want to be? What do you want to see it as? What what should the world look like if you are all successful? Yeah, well, you know, our focus right now, three to five years, is is again that going back to that adoption and user growth in onboarding. Um, you know, we like to say, you know, we want to be the, you know, the place to go to, to manage all of your healthcare information. Yeah. And five years ago, you know, it was just people would just think of healthcare information as like your medical records. Yeah, that's not true. Your healthcare information is you know, your wearable devices, mm -hmm. your genetic data. Now it's social determinants of health. So your yeah. zip code, you know, where you live and work, it's like so much factors into our healthcare. Yeah. And our overall longevity and health as well. Uh, no, it's it's wild with all the wearables now and, and all the data checking and even companies now in investing in employees being healthy, like yeah. how much is incorporated in you being a healthy human being and i feel like it's like it's common sense but a lot a lot of um a lot, it's behind in a lot of ways um so i guess outside of patientory and, and the technology how else are you pushing to help kind of bring on more of like a, a healthy holistic human being uh within the world yeah for us it's it's again it's also making key partnerships so um, we are a 2021 World Economic Tech Pioneer, so we work closely with the World Economic Forum and pulled, building out like white papers. So mm -hmm. we co-authored one with like the city of Helsinki, um, <laughs> awesome. which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was entitled like Data Empowered Society. So yeah. you know, this is something that you know as we enter into you know this new Web three or as people like to call it the fourth industrial revolution. You know, yeah. government and and um, countries are definitely going to have to model their policies and and start to implement these types of technologies. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I agree, especially within you know when it seems as is even that much more necessary for um, and, and governments to really communicate more quickly and um, you know with spread and things like that um is there some kind of like built-in alert system now that that you have in patient tory or how are helping on a global people can be like alert their you know some kind of population to be healthy or uh, to avoid you know maybe some kind of spread or you know it sounds kind of doomsday but we did face um you know the recent pandemic yeah so just curious if you had anything to speak on that yeah, yeah, we, we made something like that. I know like now, like a lot of, especially European countries, their governments built something like that. But we did have a tracker as a feature um, during COVID. Um, 
because we are a small company, our, our focus right now is, is really on maximizing the platform yeah. to get clinical trial registrations, which wow. is, you know, one of the, the number one problems facing the pharma industry yeah. today, and especially in underserved communities where there's like little to no representation yeah. in these trials. It's important, right? Because in any study or efficacy, you would definitely want, you know, that diversity of population. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. And I guess, you know, in, in you as a founder, and you know, you're, you're being influenced by so many different key, either people or, or information out there. Question, what books or people have influenced you the most, whether it's now in the past, um, or that you guys, I guess that you kind of use as a compass for the future? Yeah, well, I, I like, you know, I'm like a sci fi person. Um, okay. but <laughs> You said movies, but I really loved, um, I know one of the books um, was either, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird, but also The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. I'm reading that right now. That's crazy. Really? No yeah. way. Yeah. Well, that's like my, one of my top three books. And I think in, I think any entrepreneur or anyone that's doing like any new venture or, you know, just on this journey of life, yeah. right? And what it means, especially you know, from my perspective, building something that's never been built before. Yeah. Um, like that book really inspired to really, you know, instead of look at the final destination, like, you know, be a part of that journey. Um, yeah. Embrace that. Be learning along the way. Oh, man, I got to get back into it. I'm into the book chapters in, but it really strikes me. One thing that really... I don't know if you have a favorite quote and if you do please share but one quote that really stuck with me the the boy um what's his name um uh go right yeah that is yeah santiago yeah. was talking I about i read it in oh you did do you speak spanish <laughs> that was so i read it because i studied spanish in, in undergrad so that was one of our required read-ins and then i went back and read it again in english oh my god that's two different experiences i'm sure i i I'm, uh, my family's from Mexico. I'm not, I have to do the same, but I'll do it in reverse. I'll read it in English and then Spanish. Um, oh, but something, okay. yeah, Santiago yeah. said, or in, in the passage was that, you know, he looked at his father. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase because I don't have the book in front of me, but I, it's in my backpack. Um, but it was talking about, you know, when he looked at his father, um, understood the limitations that his father had because he had to survive and, and focus on the next meal versus having his regret in, in that sense. He could he saw that and for him his, um, his motivation was to see the world and, and kind of let the world teach him and learn from the different experiences come his way along his journey. That resonated with me because my family came from Mexico and didn't have a lot of opportunity. So it was like, I, I felt like empowered to then pursue really bullishly, you know, the journey that I'm on, which is you know, going and founding a company and podcasting and learning about people like yourself. Um, but do you have a favorite passage or favorite quote from the, the book that you could share? I can't remember a quote, but just to tag on. So my, my family are also immigrants from the Caribbean, from, from Jamaica. Oh, so... And I think you, you really touched on, you know, one of the themes of the book is this like theme of surviving versus existing, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And sometimes we get caught up in the day to day, you know, monotony, like the 
cotidiana, like they would say, yeah. right? Um, yeah. But it's it's also important to like take a step back and and exist, right? Yeah. Um, as a person, I think that's where a lot where we can draw on a lot of creativity too, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, new things would would come easily if we all just like existed. Yeah, yeah, I love that sentiment. It's like the openness to to being present in the world is like it's gonna bear a lot of mental fruit. It's gonna bear a lot of relationships that are gonna be successful and. For all the, the journey is so important for for anything that you pursue yeah exactly. well cool well those are all my questions thank you so much for joining the show uh, things wrapped up soon and and um i let let us know where can we support you um where can we find patient tori how can we get on my phone website where can i learn more information give me the rundown of of patient tori and how we can get involved Absolutely. Well, we're now taking um, signups for, for wait lists. So, you know, our website is patientoria.com. Um, you can sign up there. We are uh, the app, so we are mobile um, friendly. It's like having a crypto wallet, but health information. And, you know, we're actively always recruiting for, for trials. So you can get involved there either on the website or by following us on social Facebook, you know, comment on our posts, Instagram. Um, and, you know, if you want to email us, we the team is always looking to, to hear from the community. Join us on Telegram as well um, at Ptoy, P-T-O-Y, that's the name of the token, chat. Awesome. Well, you heard it here first. Thank you, Chris, for joining the show. I'm excited to see I will definitely sign up to get on the trial, um, and I will. We will all follow you on socials and be a big supporter of your of uh, of patient Tori. Thanks, Julian. Thanks for having me. Of course.